is Nicholas Perez. I am Ben Perez, and we are the Fox Box Brothers Podcast. Nicholas, we have a great show for everyone today. We are going to be reviewing the Canadian Grand Prix, <clears throat> the circuits, Jeeves, Gilles Villeneuve, and Villeneuve. talking about the qualifying, which was probably the most exciting part of the weekend, and getting sure. into the race as well. And then today we're going to wrap it up with a little who wants to be an F1 millionaire. You ready to get into it? I am so ready to All get right. into it. Let's let's start. Let's hear your initial thoughts just from the entire race weekend. So my thoughts just from the whole race weekend in general and just how it went from qualifying all the way to the race was mm-hmm. qualifying. I was at I was I was up high. I was really high. I was like a ten. That this that is... rain came in, put everyone on enters, and we didn't see the wets this weekend. But yeah, that gave a little bit variability to the race weekend. And then the second qualifying, and then Albon coming out of nowhere, just put me on the slicks, and then it's just crazy. That gamble paid off for him. So he went to the slicks early. They, it was on that like razor's edge on whether it was too wet to go to the slicks or was it too dry to stay on inners. And Williams had the right call to go mm-hmm. to the slicks. It didn't work out because he did end up. Uh, it was red flag before he could get back out. Correct in Q three. Uh yeah, I didn't finish with Q three, okay. but it was one of the best best qualifying I've watched. It was amazing. Like- what all I'm getting from all of this, Nick, is that we just need to, what we were talking about last week, install some sprinklers, have that Schrodinger's cat, and then make it a little bit more interesting with wet weather, even if it's a dry dry weather day out there, because that's the that's the great equalizer in F1 is, is it going to rain? And we didn't get that today on the race day. So um, yeah, we just need to install those sprinklers, Nick. Yeah, 100%. And, like, it just made everything so so much more interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, you didn't know who was going to win, and you could have a, uh, what's it called? A Williams up near the front row. And just like we saw Mm -hmm. with last year, how that Alpine didn't have a lot of pace, Mm -hmm. but Alonzo qualified the crap out of it and put it on pole. So you just never know. Yeah. yeah, you What's don't know, on? and it even you saw that with Haas this weekend and Nico Hulkenberg up there, and well, well, he was up there before his three place grid penalty after the fact, but he was up in the second row, and once uh, the race was red flagged for someone getting in a collision or someone going off the track, race was red flagged. Was George was, hitting the wall. Yeah, he did that again in the race today. Mm-hmm. Was that at the Wall of Champions that he did it? No, he did it at that, like, it's like the weird little chicane thingy. Oh, okay. Yeah, and trying to probably climb over the <clears throat> curbs and just mm-hmm. took a little bit too much speed. But you you have to be pushing all out because Max was able to do it, and I was surprised by how much just grip and pace he was able to get out of those enters and not just bend it into the wall. A hundred percent. And he was just going crazy. And the fact that he can push 
that hard mm-hmm. in the car and be on that limit, but still be in complete control of it. It's just insane. Yeah, it is crazy how it I've I've started to even though he's been dominating the races this year and he's on pace to unless someone comes along and there's a freak accident or he has a reliability issue he's on pace to kill his record so kill the 15 race wins this year and I don't see anyone being able to catch Red Bull at this pace unless it's down to Brazil and they've stopped upgrading their cars but max is on a pace to break even his records from last year i know we were talking about this a little bit this morning before we hopped on the podcast but uh it's i'm appreciative of just his dominance and red bull's dominance this yeah 100 and in my personal opinion i think they already stopped developing the car <laughs> yeah they're done i don't think i think they're just done with it because it's just so quick and in the hands of Max Verstappen, mm-hmm. no one's catching him. No, like, his gap just... was to his gap to Alonso at the race finish with the virtual safety car and the safety car was nine seconds. So it's he is pulling away, and that's just absurd. Yeah, so I mean, the that would lead them vulnerable to next year, but the what they're looking forward to is not this season because they'll probably have it wrapped up by a little past mid-season i don't know when's the i need i haven't looked this up but i should i'm curious on when's the earliest someone has claimed the championship title well i think earliest someone's claimed it maybe thrown off because of previous years like it ending early yeah you know Mm -hmm. but I don't know. That's a very interesting set. Well, be excited to see that. We'll look it up and we'll try to find that out. But he and Red Bull are on pace to probably get close to that record as well. So maybe at the end, but I think Merck with their upgrades and how much they see potential in the development route that they're going down now, they might start switching from this year as well to looking to 2024 and give Red Bull a better start right out of the the box, right out of the starting grid. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I mean, it's just, it's all going to be interesting to see because the cars aren't going to change that much. Mm-hmm. But speaking of new regulations, I think a new right. regulation may hit Alpine. Alpine for, for what I'm, I'm not familiar with what you're, Lay it on me. Or twerking the car. Oh, their back wing. I did see that at the very end of the race. That that yeah. was Esteban's car back wing. Yeah, his back wing was twerking. Yeah, it was about to fall. That would be super dangerous if it did fall off because they didn't give him the black meatball flag, right? No. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It would be the meatball flag because black and white is for um, track limits. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be the meatball flag because that's what they gave K Mag last year, but it held on for the last couple laps of the race. So, yeah, but it's just it's going to be interesting to see just what happens with all of the regulations in next year. And I think, as I said, I think Red Bull is already done with developing this car, and if mm-hmm. they're not, they're probably they probably aren't. 
And so you, that's just me being facetious. Yeah. So do but, you think that Red Bull's, the FIA is going to try to nerf Red Bull and bring the pack closer to them? Oh, 100%. I th- just because they try to like make it develop the most competitive. What's best, yeah. Develop what's best for the sport. But in reality, they're just going to be trying to nerf Red Bull with the yeah. next year's regulations. And. Yeah. I mean, that's justifiable just because of the domination mm-hmm. in what is happening. But yeah, we'll we'll see. And I know what's best for the sport is the most exciting, most competitive racing. I was actually out yesterday talking about this, and it, I we I just want the twenty twenty one battle again. Give me <laughs> two competitive cars and. I know it only happens every 10 years, so we have to wait until 2023 or no, sorry, 2031 to get another another competitive battle. But with these regulation changes that are coming next year, maybe they could speed up the process a little bit more and then change it up. Well, I know just as a Red Bull fan, it's made the races a lot less stressful. And I mean, obviously for you too, as a Mercedes fan, like you're like, oh, we're not, we're not fighting for that win yeah. today. It's a, well, we're not fighting for the win, but we are trying to fight for that second place. Cause Alonzo looked good today. They had a little Alon- cat and mouse between Hamilton and the Alonzo during the race, but that's our, that's our, our battle. And it is exciting. I will say that I'm a more die easy Merck fan like I enjoy watching Mercedes uh but yeah it's it at least gives me some excitement on Sunday and Saturday to see Mercedes competing with Aston because it's a much closer battle than between anyone and Red Bull mm-hmm, 100% and I I enjoy watching it because I just know the rivalry between the two mm-hmm. and how just Kind of like with the Hamilton and the in the Spygate and everything, mm-hmm. it's just a very interesting dynamic between the two. Yeah, they, and uh, it was nasty for quite a while between those two. Yeah, so I don't really know, but one thing I do know is what do that you know? every week we're gonna have someone else new on Max Verstappen's podcast. Oh yeah! Every week, it's just it's just rotating guests. Alonzo's a fan favorite. Hamilton squeezes in there. Sometimes we have a George Russell sighting, but yeah. it's just every the cool down then, room uh, is just Carlos signs. You never know. Yeah, right now it's just Max Verstappen's podcast. So yeah, it's Max's world, watching. and we're just living in it. Did you know that when he like first got brought up to F one, or it's maybe even been like a couple later on in his career. Mm-hmm. But he was within the top twenty nationally or in the world FIFA rankings for competitive for online competitive FIFA. FIFA. I did not know that. That's a pretty. What what is the what does Max not do, Nick? He sim races. He's an F one driver, top twenty in the world in FIFA. You could say anything, and I would believe you. It was just. That's insane that he was able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when you're <laughs> when you're 16 and traveling around the world, what what else are you going to do except play play video games all day? I'm sure they're all great at it. Do you think that if I I would assume that it's probably him and I guess Lando Norris would probably be also really good at FIFA. 
Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, also Max is like the number three sim racer in the world. Yes. And his streams are so funny because... Uh, <laughs> is his he little... on Twitch? Yeah, he's on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll have to go. I'll go give him a follow. I, I'm not super into Twitch, but... Well, <laughs> so it's just you, it sounds like you've watched him on Twitch and watched him sim race, so... I'm just gonna throw this in. He has the world. He has the world drivers championship just sitting on a Red Bull fridge, yeah. and then uh, his little kid always just comes and like interrupts him, and it's really funny. It's um, it's it Daniel his... kid. It, I'm pretty sure it's Daniel Kvyat's kid. Okay, so it's his girlfriend's kid. Yeah, what's Kvyat? And wasn't Kvyat on Red Bull? Yeah, uh, Max Actually, just kinda... replaced him, right? Yeah, Max took everything from Kvyat. Oh yeah, <laughs> his seat, <laughs> his Red Bull sponsorships, his girl, his kid. Jeez, Max is ruthless, Nick. Absolutely if wants ruthless. To, if he wants to win, he's gonna win. Yeah. Oh jeez, that's. <laughs> I didn't realize how deep his. His just drive to be Daniel Kvyat was Nick. Yeah, it's 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 deep. You know, uh, <laughs> just took it's... everything everything from him. His soul, his will to live. Now he probably mm-hmm. lives in the same house as Kvyat as well. You know what it he reminds moved... me of? It was it's the um, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> He's Dale. He's Dale from Talladega Nights. <laughs> He is. He is. He probably also, tries to still befriend Daniel Kvyat. He's like, mate, <laughs> no, you s- took everything from me. I'm not going to be your best man at your wedding. Um. Okay. Speaking of it, I know you probably didn't watch it, but I tuned into the broadcast for a little bit. Yeah. But Daniel Ricardo's broadcast. Uh, with Will Arnett. Yeah. It. It was bad. Uh, was it? Like it was. It was bad. Was this their first time running? Yeah. Okay. It was their first time doing it, but it was just, it was super dry. And the stuff that they were talking about, it just, Mm -hmm. it was, they they were like, so you know how like the Eli Manning brothers are in the same place when they do their thing? Mm -hmm. Or if they're on a video call, they're like talking like pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. They were not. They would talk and then one person would say something and they'd be followed by just, silence Mm -hmm. yeah i'm the i'm just thinking about those two together because when i first heard them will arnett's comedian daniel ricardo's a race car driver but i i guess with the eli comparing it to the eli manning brothers both of them are quarterbacks both of them are thinking through the plays both of them are probably talking out loud during the entire broadcast and then they bring on someone new I don't like I know Daniel has that knowledge of F1 and can dissect what's going on strategy and everything. And that's probably what his role should be similar to um, the main host of the actual F1 broadcast. Uh, Not is it Martin Brundle? Yeah. Yeah. So when he's talking, he's giving that the play by play, the color commentator uh, giving the play by play play. But with those two you need someone like that to just keep it going. And I worried that both of them are really good side people to bring on, but you need a great host to make that work. 
Yeah, and I feel like Daniel Ricardo could do it. It's mm-hmm. just I don't feel like he was given that like freedom role. Yeah, like to talk the whole mm-hmm. time. And well, that maybe people were like, oh, this is an American market. We need Will Arnett to talk mm-hmm. the whole time. Well, he Will Arnett does his F1 podcast with Michelle Beadle. Yeah, but RIP almost Sports the, Nation. <laughs> the part that I listened to, it almost felt like they were like kind of like talking down. If that makes sense. Talking down to the like, viewers, like or the, the drivers, okay. like the audience, and not bringing. But them that, a part that's of just it. like the vibe I got. Like they were like explaining everything in like real great detail. Okay, I'll I'll have to go back and look at it to see how it is because I it is this is for their. In their defense, this is the first this time. This is their that first time. Yeah. And I we were talking about this last time with our our podcast. And we I went uh-huh. back to listen to our first one and it was it was rough, but you <laughs> you just keep doing it, you get better, and you learn to have fun. And we I know we've relaxed talking back and forth. So I hope that they will be able to relax talking back and forth as well. A hundred percent. And I mean it's just it's a matter of time, and plus, it was the first one. But mm-hmm. I was just giving my little review of it. Okay, well, I will watch it this weekend. I or I'll go back and watch the the review, the race review with them, and let you know. But yeah, I I appreciate that that feedback. Um, anything else uh, that you want to talk about before we get into? the f1 stuff the f1 millionaire um yeah logan Sargent needs to pick it up nick devries needs to pick it up perez <laughs> needs to pick it up yeah a um, lot of drivers Haas, um, Haas as an organization in race needs to pick it up mm-hmm. um a lot of drivers that are so we'll be coming up to the the summer break soon and the seats are getting hot on the driver's market. They really are. They really are. Well, I think for Logan, his his car failed on him. So uh, that's that's not on Sergeant's bad driving. It was a critical there that led him to DNF. Uh, they d- Maybe it was the lack of upgrades because they gave them all to Alex Albon. And he was able to make it up into Q3 this week and did well. I don't think that he finished in the points, did he? No, he uh hold on let me check me phone Mm, loading loading albon finished seventh did he hello yeah yeah he finished seventh okay i'm looking at the entire driver's standings instead of just the canadian grand prix cool so you just (laughs) said seventh Mm -hmm. good on him so Williams, at least their upgrades worked this week. That is a huge true statement. That's and a good. Also, that's a good point hole for Williams. Seven points or six points. Six for points them? for seventh. Good yeah, on you, Williams. Was, good on you. Claps, roses, they had, roses, roses. They had a good day. Um, Alfa Romeo had a good day being back in the points. McLaren started as a good day, didn't end as a good day. Ferrari um, took away a couple uh, good points run today. Ferrari fans in the F1 Instagram comment section acted like they won the, hey. the, the driver's championship. They hey. were so hyped. Best of the rest, Nick, for fourth <laughs> and fifth. 
they brought both their cars home. Yeah, Leclerc had a bad qualifying after that debacle of the Ferrari strategy <laughs> and qualifying, not bringing them on to two slicks at the right time and <clears throat> causing him to go out Q1, right? Uh, Q2. Q2. And I think, I, uh, think just, I think just Leclerc in a in a Ferrari will never win a, anything substantial. See, see, I want Leclerc to stay with Ferrari mainly just for the bits <laughs> and mainly just so that we can continue to talk about him and how bad and how what clowns Ferrari are on strategy because I hope Fred Visser is able to bring it back around, but God, it's it's very funny entertainment watching just, Leclerc struggle. I just don't know how Williams can get it right over a hundred and year old company has been doing formula one since the jump it's just like what i i and they, it is what it is what they, they brought in new people and everything granted it, it will take more time to with the new system to actually see the fruits of their labor because we are getting on the tail end of Bonato but I figured the sewer would able be able to bring in his in his people at least for the strategy part I know the car might not be the best but you could at least change that side of the garage that car looked fast when it was racing Sergio mm-hmm. when Carlos signs was racing yeah. Sergio that had car had pace. today. Yeah, yeah, that car has pace in it. It's just they're not smart. Yeah, <laughs> they That's they the need thing. to be better. And it seems I know they talked about this on the broadcast, and I'll make this point that Ferrari is one of the only teams that actively, or maybe we just hear about it more, but that actively argue with their race engineers on strategy. I know mm-hmm. you do hear it sometimes with Hamilton and Max, but it seems to be much more prevalent with Ferrari and at that team. Yeah, and well, I think it's that level of trust mm-hmm. that Leclerc, he has no reason to trust Ferrari because they've screwed him multiple times. Yeah. And Max, I mean, even though he can get very tempered with his team, he trusts his team to mm-hmm. put him on the right strategy. Yeah. And same with Hamilton. Hamilton's been with those guys for mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. So it's just... It's a lack of trust, how... lack of communication. Because we even saw this in the qualifying with Carlos Sainz and in practice when he's just backing up, preparing for his final lap. All right, he Carlos said, Sainz, he should he have been penalized for that Way more that, that's uh, a... he was he had a like five place grid penalty for that the so for stupid. the pierre gasly where he had like essentially stopped on that last chicane and then yeah. pierre's heading down the last straight the last chicane head or getting into the last chicane at like 300 kilometers per hour and has to take off take the runoff and it caused him to get out of q2 too mm-hmm. it's just it was dumb yeah. And he was like, there was literally so many people coming and he just parked it on the straight. Yeah. So that's, that is on the race engineers and just having better communication. But it goes back to what you were saying is that there's, it just shows that there's not that trust that Carlos nor Leclerc have with their pit wall and their engineers compared to mm-hmm. the other teams. Yeah. A hundred percent. So 
Well, uh, hopefully they'll they'll get better. But as we start getting through the season, we've just uh, we've just loosened our attention on Max because we know that him and Red Bull are going to be dominant. And now we're just looking at the front of the front of the field and the midfield to find the interesting bits of the race each time. That's what Drive to Survive did. Yep. Uh, when that... Hamilton was winning all the championships. <laughs> Yes, yes, they were. All right, you ready to get into a little millionaire? I am. All right, let's get into that next. So I figured you did not take it easy on me this week. Um... I will see there aren't any like oh in 2026 who won the Canadian Grand Prix so but I will see how how well you do this week and Mm -hmm. I yeah we'll go from there so I will explain what we're doing and then explain how I have it formatted this week and then we can just keep this running for the next podcast sound good yep do you know where we are at next race we're going back to um, europe right we're in austria in the okay. red bull ring oh nuremberg that's one of my favorites all right you ready to go yep nick we are back again we are going to play who wants to be an f1 millionaire we have done Ooh, me 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 uh, yes <laughs> uh you are being selected i have it broken up this week into three categories so we're going to start with the easy groups go up to the mediums and then end with the hards which now that i did not plan that but that actually works <laughs> it does that, that actually does. works really well <laughs> so We'll go the soft. We'll say the soft questions, the mediums, and then the hards. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I I like that. It's a happy accident. <laughs> so, like every week, we'll have three questions, or for this week, and we'll see how well it goes. We'll have three questions per tire category. Start out, and then work our way up. You will get three lifelines, so you have a fifty-fifty, a pull the audience and a phone a friend if you wanted to bring dad back in more than welcome to if you wanted to hit up matt matt and dad probably are asleep right now so since we are recording late into the night i am available as your phone a friend if you want to use them but uh nick the uh, that's all that i have to say so i just have to ask do you want to play do you want to be an f1 millionaire i i really do well, let's. I'm hyped. I'm excited. Let's get it started. So, with the soft questions first, where is the Canadian Grand Prix held? Is it A. Toronto, C. Ontario, B. Montreal, and D, or D. Vancouver? So, from my extensive knowledge, 
of The Office and my extensive knowledge of time zones. So when Michael Scott gets sent to Canada, gets sent to Montreal because he um, uh, break up with Jan, everything. Um, so he gets sent to Montreal. Now I know, time zone wise, he was an hour ahead of me. And using the geological position of the sun, I'm going to say Montreal. All right. Is that your final answer? It is my final answer. All right. Then you locked it in. And the answer is yes. The Montreal. Congratulations, Nick. You're now one for one for the we got $500 question. So now, Nick, for $1,000, how many laps are there? at the Canadian Grand Prix. Is it A, 68, B, 69, C, 70, or D, 71? Um, if you I'm are gonna... if you are confused, I you do have lifelines of 50-50. Pull the audience. And phone a friend. Can I? Can I do? Hello. Yep, I'm here. Can I get my fifty-fifty? All right. Which one? Which two are you down between? Seventy and seventy-one. Seventy and seventy-one is what you're down between. All right. Yes. So. Let's get our random number generator. Beep, boop, 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 boop. And here are 50-50s are now B, 69, and C, 70. Dang it, I knew it was 70. Okay, 70, final answer. <laughs> Locking it in? Yes. Yes. I knew there wasn't 71. <clears throat> it is 70 laps at the Canadian Grand Prix. All right, Nick, you have five hundred or you have $1,000 now. Do you want to risk it and go for the $2,000 soft question? Yes, I do. All right. So at the Canadian Grand Prix, Max Verstappen hit a seagull this week. Or during the race, he hit a seagull. He did. messaged to Horner, I think I hit a bird. It did not go into those Petrary tunnels to ruin his race. But which animal are drivers warned to watch out for on the GP Latifi hit one of these in FP2 last year. Is it A, a seagull, B, a shrew, C, groundhogs, or D, beavers? So I know beavers are very Canadian, but I don't think it's a beaver. I know that um, that seagulls, I know Sergio almost hit one in Monaco. Um... Or I don't know what shrew it, is. It is so. the it is the same one that Latifi hit last year in FP2. Hey Mag also hit one, I believe. <laughs> so I'm gonna go groundhog. Final answer, groundhog. Are, are you sure? Final answer. Hold on, let me make sure that I have this. Uh, the animal they're, correct they're groundhogs they run around the track you are 
Are you locking it in, Groundhog? Sure, yeah. Okay. Yes, you are correct. They are. Were you wrong? I was wrong. (laughs) I I thought it was a beaver. (laughs) So I'm glad that I added groundhogs because then there wouldn't have been a correct answer. So, yes, you are correct. The groundhogs are what they have to watch out for. Beavers? How would a beaver end up on an F1 track? There's a there's a pond in the middle of that. Beavers don't live in ponds. Yeah, they live near the river. And there's a there's a river running by there. Or is that a lake? There's a lot of water by there. It's the ocean, Ben. Okay. Well, I was wrong. You were right. You successfully passed the softs. Soft questions, Nick. All right. Are you ready to move up to the thousand, the $10,000 question? Yes, I am. All right. So out of these four drivers, which two have the most race wins at the circuit? So combined, they have the same amount of race wins. Which two are they? Is it A, Sir Lewis Hamilton? Is it B, Nelson Piquet, C, Jackie Stewart, or D, Schumacher? So which combination of those two drivers? So is it, got a lot of permeations right here, but which two have the same amount of race wins? Can I get the the people again? Yeah, so it's Lewis Hamilton, Nelson Piquet, Jackie Stewart, and Schumacher. Give me Hamilton Schumacher, final answer. Final answer. Are you sure? Nelson PK and Jackie are pretty good. Nope. Final answer. All right. Locking it in? Yep. Uh, you are correct. It is Sir Lewis Hamilton and Michael Schumacher tied with seven wins at the circuit each. So combined, they have 14 wins together. Yeah. It shouldn't be, though. Lewis should have six. No. <laughs> Which year shouldn't he have won? Uh, 2016 with um, the... Uh, Vettel controversy. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, but he did, and it's in the record books now that he has a seven win. So, I can't can't fight him now. I know. Um, Felipe Massey was trying to get Hamilton's first world title taken away in like 2008 when he, him and Ferrari were battling, or when Felipe and Hamilton were battling with McLaren when he. Uh, Lewis was at McLaren. But yes, it is Lewis and Schumacher. Moving on, Nick, another history question. When was the first running at the circuit Gilles Villeneuve? Was it 1973, 1978, 1979, or 1985? 1978. Are you sure? Do you want to lock that in? Yes. Okay. It is 1978 you are correct so it did move from a previous location which i'm not gonna tell you because that is part of my hard questions to this evening all right nick so for we'll say like 50 grand when was ferrari's last win at the canadian grand prix was it 2004 2008 2015 or 2018 Talking to the mic. Let me know what your thoughts are. 
it's not 18 it's because it's hamilton 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 um it's not 15 because before that it was one from someone else besides pole um 2005 final answer are you sure do you want a lifeline sure let me let me call my friend and my friend's gonna be you all right so ring 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 hey ben hey ben, ben i'm on we have uh nicholas here today playing who wants to be an f1 millionaire uh he just has a quick question for you and we just have a quick question he has a quick question for you and we're trying to see if you he ha you have the answers yeah so ben um we want to know when was the last Ferrari win at Zavino uh, Sagita? We had 2003, 2005, 2008, 2015, and 2018. Okay, so I'm guessing that 2004, they did win with Michael Schumacher. I know that for sure. I think that they went through a bit of a dry spell in that season uh but i think sebastian vettel was really close like he had a chance to win that 2018 championship they were very competitive with mercedes that year i'm i'm not a hundred percent sure but i would put it at like 93 percent that i think sebastian vettel it was the last time that Ferrari had won in 2018 with that car. You for sure, Ben? I, right. I'm 90, 95% sure now. You my brother, so let's lock it in. All right. So thank you, Ben, for hopping on the call and joining us today. Oh, you are, you are welcome, Ben. So... Nick, are you locking in your phone a friend with 2018 and Sebastian Vettel? I am. Well, you are correct. It is Sebastian Vettel 2018 with Ferrari. That, that was their last race win. So you now successfully have 50 grand in your pocket. Let's go. Yeah, not gaslighting you as much until these uh, last couple. I could. And now you have uh, one poll, the audience, and we'll see how they they go. So are you ready, Nick, for the hard set of questions? Yes, I am. Hit me. All right. So let's start out with the $100,000 question. Where was the first Canadian Grand Prix held? Was it near Quebec? Was it near Alberta? Uh, Quebec, Montreal. That's the that's the place. Was it Montreal? Was it Alberta? Jeez, oh, are these? I think I might have the the provinces instead of the. We need to fire you from who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> no, okay. So here we have. Uh, okay, do is it outside Montreal? Is it? Edmonton? Is it outside of Toronto or is it outside of Vancouver? I'm going to trust my gut on this one. 
Yes. Say outside of Toronto. All right. Is that your final answer? You don't want to go yes, it is. to Alberta? They do have a really... Or Cal- Edmonton, I think is the one that I said. But they do have a really nice racetrack out there. NASCAR races there. No. Okay. Final answer? Yep. It is toronto you are correct for a hundred thousand dollars all right maybe i'm making these questions too easy or maybe i'm just a easy host for you uh question the five half a million dollar question nick we're moving on when was the first running of the canadian grand prix was it 59 1959 1960 1961 or 1963 63 63 is that your final answer yes be sure i'm positive you don't want to pull the audience for your last one i'm positive all right you want to go with something else positive positive okay i if you like you do have one more lifeline nick before Fine. do you do you even want to see the million dollar question or do you want to Fine. try to save it let, let me see the lifeline all right so you are pulling the audience right now nick so for the audience they have 10 on 1959 15 on 1960 they have 50 on 61 and then they have 25% on 1963. So do 61. 61? Are you sure? The audience could be dumb. Or do you think that I'm do you think that I'm just nice and I have been nice this entire time. But there are a bunch of F1 fans in this audience today. So and they did look up Wikipedia before they created these questions. 61. Final answer? Final answer. Alright, well, Nick, you went with the audience and let me tell you, they are pretty smart and you, they were correct. It was 1961. For... That's what I said originally! You said 63. I said 61! I will go back to the tape. You said 63. I we we can go back to the tape because I said sixty one. I'm locking it in. You said sixty three. I well we'll uh, I'll edit it and we'll uh, figure out what you said. Uh, and if I'm wrong, I will apologize to you. But I'm pr- pretty sure you said sixty three. All right. Well, you made it to the million dollar question, Nick. We have one that's probably very obscure. So when I said. I wasn't. I actually, I was not going to ask you who won the 2006 Canadian Grand Prix, but this one, a little bit out there. So the course is named after Gilles Veneuve. How many race wins did he have in his career, Nick? Is it two less than Daniel Ricciardo? Is it two more than Daniel Ricciardo? Is it the same as Daniel Ricciardo? Or is it three? Hometown hero, Nick. What's so, the? Our Canadians aren't good at driving cars. So, so we are looking at race career race wins in 
F1. I get a benchmark of how many Danny has. Oh, how many does Danny have? I don't know if I can give you that, but I I will because he is our favorite driver and we hope him a speedy recovery back to the F1 grid. So Daniel Ricardo Nick has eight race wins. Um Can we go one more than Daniel Ricardo? So I uh, you can, but that wasn't even one of the Oh wait, wait, what, one of what the was... answers. They were two less than Daniel Ricardo. The same as Daniel Ricardo. Two more than Daniel Ricardo or three and we are looking at formula one career race wins one less than daniel ricardo all right again that is not not the answer two less than daniel ricardo <laughs> two less <laughs> the than same daniel as ricardo. daniel ricardo two more than daniel ricardo or three so the answers are three six eight ten six are you locking it in? Lock it in. Final answer. Final answer. You have no more lifelines. This is a million dollars or bust. Final answer? Nope. Oh. All right. Well, Nick, congratulations. You won. Do you want to be an F1 millionaire again this week? Roses, <laughs> roses, roses. I'm just really good at trivia, you know? Yeah. I mean, I did not pick any obscure trivia this week i thought it'd be a lot more fun to actually like have you go through the questions and oh, it was I think fantastic content I, I think it's fun when you and i give you obscure trivia yes so next week once we're in the nuremberg ring i will try to do as much history as i can because i'll be ready for the obscure questions for you well, or from you right. also i'm just going to give you a little hint yeah. This is Red Bull known as the Red Bull Ring. So I'd I'd learn a little bit about the the history of Red Bull. <laughs> okay. I could have I thought about going with some Lance Stroll trivia. <laughs> I would have loved some Lance Stroll trivia. I, I tried to. I only had ten minutes to get these questions together. So I was going what, to ask how many what um, boarding school did Lance Stroll attend? <laughs> How did Lawrence Stroll get his billion dollars, Nick? Do you know? I do. He's a fashion icon. Yeah. What fashion, fashion brand? Chanel. Final answer? Yes. Wrong. He's actually Michael Kors. Helped oh. get Michael Kors back up to the top. It was it was one of them. One of the two. Alright. Well, yeah. congratulations. You are two and oh. I will I let's yeah let's start having some more obscure trivia for the soft medium and hard who wants to be a millionaire but do you want to do more lives lives yeah yeah we can we'll do a do you want to do a three live thing yeah okay yeah let's try that and so we'll we'll have like 15 and you just go till you can't go no more yep and then just see who who goes yeah so five five soft all right, let's let's just do three soft, three mediums, three easy, three hards, mm-hmm. and then we'll see. It. We'll play it by ear as we get better at this podcasting stuff. For sure, for sure. Anything else before we close it out today, Nick? 
the Aki way. Nice. Well, we have about, what, two weeks until the Red Bull Ring in Austria? I can concur. So we will be back with you again. Hopefully, we'll be able to do a podcast next week. I know we missed last week because we were both busy, but it we should hopefully get you a podcast this upcoming week. And this should be out pretty soon once I start editing it this evening. Ben, when are you going to be making your return to the U.S.? to the great us of a uh we will see i will see you in july and august so end of july august i will be back for a visit i did just have an interview with uns or i did have an interview so i know in about two weeks if i get that i think i might stay another year but i would be back for at least august and then uh we'll see what what happens but i don't have the job so worst case scenario i'm back in dallas for good come august but it's better to have options than not have options and sydney is a gorgeous place i'm going to bring you out here nick and you will also fall in love we can actually go come after april and we can go to the our local our local pub and have a beer drinking oh, is only 18 is yeah 18 down there yeah so i have to look up uh 2005 is the cutoff right now which is in, like crazy to me and i'm like okay i'm getting older now that i have to look at 20 2005 for yep. drinking age all right ready to sign off yep. all right nick i think it's time to box 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 box, retire the car. Car, retire the car. Peace, y'all.